All right, New South Wales Opposition Leader Chris Minns um, is obviously pleased some of the restrictions across regional parts of New South Wales will come into place, uh, will, will be eased, I should say, from midnight tonight. But I see Labor does want to know what's going to happen to the economy as the state does move out of lockdown. We've seen a glimpse of the roadmap provided by the Premier and Deputy Premier yesterday. Good morning to you, Chris. Marcus, thanks for having me. Is that a light at the end of the tunnel, I see? Yeah, it is, and and we're glad that a plan's been released to reopen New South Wales. We need a plan to rebuild the state as well, and I'd hate to see the next six weeks wasted, particularly in metropolitan Sydney, where we're waiting to have businesses open and life return to normal, but there's some indicators suggesting that one in five jobs have been lost in western Sydney and southwestern Sydney, so we don't have a day to wait, in my view. We need to make sure that those businesses don't close permanently because they've done the right thing and listen to their own government health advice. That data that you mentioned, one in five or 20% of jobs in some areas of southwestern Sydney have been lost. Is that due to small businesses closing their doors and possibly not returning, Chris? Yeah, laying off staff because overheads are just too high. They've got fixed costs associated with rent or supply chains or stock uh, or merchants that they just can't cancel or suspend. I mean, I've spoken to like, literally hundreds of businesses in my own electorate and throughout New South Wales that have done it very, very tough over the last 12 weeks. Yeah. And um, you can understand the pressures. The banks won't lend any more money. You can't go to mum and dad and ask for a loan. No. <laughs> if you're running a business. So I can't. It would be unconscionable for these businesses to close permanently because we've all, they've done the hard yards. All they've done is ask. Or, or, or complied with what the government asked of them. Yeah, when you say uh, Labor wants to know what's going to happen to the economy as the state moves out of lockdown, uh, you're asking essentially for a, a new economic plan. Is that right? What, how, what would that entail, Chris? Yeah, two things. Firstly, you have to start listening to business and community leaders, particularly in the hard-hit 12 locked-down local government areas. Now, sure. Marcus, you'd know, unfortunately, the Premier wouldn't meet with the mayors of those affected local government areas. Well, we are. We're having a summit next week on Wednesday uh, to be hosted by uh, uh, business people and Mm -hmm. academics and those from Western Sydney directly. We want to hear from them what they've gone through over the last 12 weeks, how we dig ourselves out of this challenging and compromising situation. Uh, Because, uh, you know, I hate to say this, but given the fact that many businesses still haven't received the financial support they were promised 12 weeks ago, I've got, I think there's a big question mark over the government's ability to make sure that these businesses can survive. Yeah, well, I think that's a really proactive move. So Wednesday, you say, is the day that you'll meet with local government leaders, small business operators and others within local government areas of concern. But is it statewide or is this just a focus at the moment on a lockdown Sydney, Chris? Focusing for the moment on the 12 local government areas, 2 million people currently living under curfews, enhanced restrictions in relation to essential workers, big fines if people breach them, can't leave the house after 9 o'clock at night. And and also the data indicates that those communities are being hit the hardest. So in addition to those jobs that have been lost, turnover has dropped 70% in those parts of Sydney. So so, uh, I think it's wonderful news, and I don't begrudge anybody in regional New South Wales that at midnight tonight you can get back 
to some kind of normality, it's wonderful. Good right. on you. But um, we need is... to make sure we, 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 we look after Western Sydney as well. Well, absolutely. Um, and a lot of people, as you know, this program is broadcast across New South Wales to a lot of areas that will come out of lockdown from 12.01 tomorrow morning. So it's a happy weekend for them. I still have concerns, though, for people up in the far north of the state, the northern rivers, um, you know, areas that lead to the southeast Queensland border. Um, hopefully the cross-border commissioner, uh, James McTavish, can make some headway over the next uh, couple of days with uh, his counterpart in Queensland and get that bloody border bubble back up and running. Because it doesn't make sense, Chris, uh, yeah. that, you know, an area of concern, uh, these areas are no longer of great concern to New South Wales Health and the government. They've coming out of lockdown with, you know, albeit still some restrictions in place, masks and four square metre rules and two square metre rules, all the rest of it. But people should be able to cross the border now, surely. Yeah, it's not another country. And as we all know, particularly on the northern rivers and the north coast, it's one community. It's an imaginary line, the border between yep. Queensland and New South Wales. And many, many people have jobs on either side of the border but live on the other. And they see themselves as one big country town in some ways. Yep. So, Marcus, I hope common sense prevails and we can work out a border bubble so that that community yeah. can get back to normal. 